Welcome to Extract Talks with Dr. John podcast. Dr. John is CEO and president of Extract Lab and United Science, an industry leader in hemp, cannabis, and the extraction industry. Listen closely as Dr. John talks about his experiences, CBD extraction methodology, and the ins and outs of owning your own business. Dr. John teaches you healthy business practices, how to increase your profits, and steps to take your CBD company to a whole new level. Let's dive in. How do you get in business? What, what is that all about? How do you make your pitch to friends and family, to small offices, to a bank, to investors? Predominantly, you've got people that are ready to invest and money's opening up. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, things are moving. Pitching is uh, basically you're standing in front of a, a bunch of people who mm-hmm. are assessing you whether or not they're going to give you some cash. Correct. Their hard earned cash. Yep. Think about cash is nothing more than congealed life. <laughs> so what they're actually doing is they're giving you a part of their life when they give you the cash. Okay. If the guy who is, uh, or the gal who is investing in you, you know, they're doing that because they believe in you. They believe in what you've said. You've answered all their objections. Okay. And you've mm-hmm. kind of tailored a plan. You know, this is really what we're going to be talking about today. So here's the top, uh, top five plan pitching tips for you. Th- this is important. Yeah. And knowing your audience is your number one tip right. here. And that is so key. One of the things that you have to remember is most people go into a pitch thinking, okay, well, these guys have money. Right. I want their money. Right. Okay. That's not why the way you've got to go into it no. like that. You've got to say, okay, every person on the other side of that desk has lost money. Yes. Okay. Have, yes. You, have you lost money in and business have, ventures? And they, yes. And they I have, have lost money in business ventures. And they have fear. Oh my gosh. So you have to be talking to making sure you're talking to people about somebody who has lost money, hundreds of thousands, if not millions and millions of dollars right. in other pitches. Right. So they're very skeptical. Know your audience. Right. Know your audience. Tailor your message. Tailor it. A lot of times what happens is you, um, if you're working with a broker or you're working with a friend of a friend, they'll already have some sort of pre-pitch that they've been given. Hey, do you, are you interested? Are you interested? Yes, I'm interested. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then they want to hear more. Okay. So that's usually where you get them in the pitch. And, and really the more that you know about what that audience has, you can tailor your message to them. Like, for example, if you have an investor group that come in and they're a bunch of ex operational guys, right? Mm -hmm. This is a very common PE model actually. And they, they know how to run companies. You can speak to the fact that, Hey, uh, here's here are my gaps that I think I, I, I could deal with, but Here's what we know. And they want to be able to help you if they're going to invest in you. Absolutely. So you need to give them an in for that, right? Yes. Okay. Keep you, it short. Would keep, be the, keep it very short. Yeah. And you don't need to go long. When you're talking to people, keep it. Most people want to tell you the whole dream. Don't oh, yeah. Keep it. Three is almost too many. You want one direction, but three things. And the best rule of thumb is 10 slides, 20 minutes. 30 point font size. And that comes from Guy Kiyosaki, the art of the start. Okay. I usually do about a minute to a minute and a half per slide. I usually fill it up with some data because, you know, you pre-answer those questions. You don't want to spend a lot of time answering like basic questions. You want to have enough uh, information density in your pitch. So they're not sitting there asking all the basics. They, you want to get them to the point. They're asking questions about you, what your dreams are. That's the stuff where the pitches Absolutely. are made. No so. question about it. Answer the why. I mean, Absolutely. that's really what you have to do. Get yeah. to the why. And it really goes back to why should I care? Why should I care? Why, why should I, why should I invest? Why should I, 
And why are you here in the first place? That's right. Right. And what, what is your, what are your promises? Why do customers care about you at all? Yeah. Right. At the, so, at the end of yeah. every statement you make, ask, so what? Okay. So what? So what? So what? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? Cause that's what they're saying. Okay. So you're better than everybody. So what? Why? How? Right. Prove it. Know your numbers. Know your numbers. Oh my God. How many people go, they spend all their time getting, you know, going in front, they get their presentation, they get their suit, it's all set up, they, they get the presentation, good. it's looking really good. Yeah. And the guy asks them, uh, okay, so what's your cash flow in the first three months? What's your, you know, what's your EBIT? You know, uh, what's, how much depreciation is in there? <laughs> how is it possible that you do not know the basics of your numbers? You got to know them stone cold. Absolutely. That's where stone cold killers had come from. Yeah. They know their numbers. Well, so they just know it. You got to you got to have it right there. Okay, so we're we going to answer the why. Why are you here? It's called core values, right? Core values are not like peace and love and joy and everything. But why why are you here? What really drives you? Yeah, the drive for excellence. Is that why you're here? Is that because you want to make the most? Is it because you want to build something, or is it just because you want to get cash? Okay, all of those things have a story to them, and you need to be able to distill those down into two or three statements that really says, "Here's what we are all about." That's you need to define that with your team with your people, all that stuff. You need to agree on it. Now, here's what happens. And you'll write them down. And one of the persons or two of the people in your group, they might not actually agree with that. <laughs> you, have, you have just upgraded your team. Yeah. Because if, if they're not in on that, that vision, you, you got to get people who are in on those core values. You period. have to be on the same page. It's okay yeah. to disagree on the minors, but the majors, you got to know. And the why is the big major. Yeah. You, yeah. I, it you really have is. to be all marching in the same direction. If, if you can distill and articulate that in one or two sentences for your customer or for your investor, you, you got it. You yep. need it for your customer and your investor because yeah. you're pitching to both of them. Yeah, because you're building a brand. Right. What is that brand and what does it represent for your customers, for your investors, for your company? Right. And for the future. Right. What right. if you went to your investor and you said, hey, I'm going to grow, I'm going to make a farm and then I'm going to do uh, processing and then I'm going to do a dispensary and then I'm going to make dispensary brands. I'm going to go all over the United States with that. What would they say? Uh, next you got like five or six businesses there <laughs> yeah you, they're all one. different business models so you got to have a product focus and market on focus. One. even if you're going to head in that direction in the future it's okay yeah but don't, don't talk about it. don't tell them <laughs> don't tell them don't tell them focus yeah. on the one yeah, exactly. succeed there and then move forward yeah you, you cannot say hey we're going to have a, a product or market approach to shotgun approach no one wants to invest in that no rifle okay so you need to you need to be pitching one thing what is your product market focus? Right. Absolute focus is key, critical, and can what's you, unique. Yeah, can you distill it? Yeah. Can you tell them the one thing that makes you different about everybody else? Can you yes. tell them the two things? Okay, if you can't do that, you need to get together with your executive team or or maybe just in with, with, your, with your set of entrepreneurs. You your have core. to really distill what is unique. You need to write it down. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Okay, Absolutely. this is really, if you can get this, these, these basic, I think this is actually probably the most important of all the things that you can do to prepare for your pitch, because you don't know these fundamentals, you know, the ontological items, yep. you know, why do, why, what does living really mean that for the company? And then why will you win and what's your brand, brand promise? So, and then the key needs of the investor group and how do you fit? Okay. Those are all other answers that you need to Huge. think about. But what are you solving for your clients? Right. You would pitch friends and family 
very differently. Yes. You're going to pitch would. a bank differently than you're going to pitch a, an investor group. And there are different investor groups too. There's venture capitalists, there's angel investors, there's regular individual investors, there's mm -hmm. family offices. Right. I mean, and those are all key people. Mm -hmm. uh, but most of you are going to be talking to individuals, right? wealthy individuals who are going to invest or not. And Ultimately, they want to know, can I believe in you? And if you have these whys uh, answered, then, yep. then they're going to be much more confident in your ability. To Absolutely. And friends and family, you want to make sure they believe in you and your team because what does it say? That a prophet is not a prophet in his own country. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> so, correct. So the skepticism, even though they want you to succeed and they want to help you, oftentimes there's a, an increased reticence that they're not saying right. or voicing. So make sure you know what you're doing and that you've got a team behind you that can help you fulfill that and, right. and not let them lose money. And it all comes down to once you want to answer those whys, you're able to make promises based on them. Bingo. Because, uh, because, because you have the whys already discussed, you, you know what your core values are. Your team is aligned behind the, behind those core values. Yep. You, you know, what's unique about your company. If those, if you know those things, then you can really create a brand promise. Yes. Or a pledge. Are you going to pledge quality to your customers? Are you going to pledge best price? Best price. What, different. What, yeah, totally different. Totally different. It'll drive how you operate your business. What that pledge is, it's going to drive everything. Absolutely. And all your money decisions and everything. So yeah. that you got to get that, you got to get that set up. So where are you going? Where are you going? What do you look like in three, five, 10 years? And most people, most investors know you're lying after you get past three years. There has to be a plan behind where are you going? Not right. here's where I want to go. If it's just a statement, it's a dream and they will not invest in that. If it's a plan, this is where we're going and here's how we're going to get here. It's not going from A to M. It's going A, B, C, D, E, F, every single step. And you're showing them how you're getting there right. over that period of time. Right. That plan is vital. And which team members do you need? The, right. Even the ones you don't have yet. I do like a five-year typical projection yeah. on that's that. Typical. So, and that's really where you're, you're saying, okay, here, here's my model. Here is how, you know, here's my uh, customer acquisition model. Here's my product models. Mm -hmm. Here's my average selling price. Here's my cost of goods. Here's the overhead that I'm going to need. Here's the depreciation that needs to be added to that with capital expense, giving up these particular income statement, uh, cash flow statement and balance sheets. So those are the things that you need to really think about. Okay. And how are you going to manage along the way? I really think it is important to really expose here are my, here are my top metrics. Okay. Yep. Anybody can put out a pie in the sky dream. If you can articulate in a matter of two sentences, what your process is, uh, understanding which metrics you're going to be using mm -hmm. on a quarterly basis. That's what they want to hear. Absolutely. They want to hear, okay, well, look, he, he's got some key metrics that he's offering, you know, and here are his core processes. Here's his key metrics that he's, uh, you know, using to measure his core processes. Yep. And, and he has a mechanism to reevaluate that. That can be a two or three sentence difference between an investment and not an investment. It's huge because you need to not just push out a revenue, but how are you going to build that revenue and support that revenue? Right. Right. And right. that's the business model and the operations behind it. Right. Everything. Oh, answer how much. Oh boy. And that is not just pulling it out your ass. You've got to make sure that you're building the dollars and forecast from the bottom up. Yes. Right. Don't yes. say, oh, this is what I think I want. Right. No, you got to know exactly right. how much you're going to need, how much working capital you need as well. 
But, yeah. you know, define your capital spend that and your facility spend, everything. Yeah. Here's what I like to do. Define every one of my products that I'm going to make. Yep. Okay. Then I'll put average selling prices and I'll model those out over time. And then I add the cogs in and that gives me my revenue model. And then once I have that revenue model, then I can add the overhead that's required to meet that and the capital that's required to meet that. So that that's basically my process. And I think that that's good. And those are your business models right there. Yeah, right. So your income statement, your cash flow statement, and your balance sheet should be handed out to your investors when you're talking to them. Including okay. all of your products. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, have you, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're not selling paper. No, that's you know. right. Right. So, yep. um, you know, calculate your cash flow and then know your numbers cold because they're going to be going no. over them. And I talk mean, about your assumptions because we all make assumptions in these. Right. right? I, I know we skipped through that, but that's a key thing. And that's just a list of things that you assume. Yeah. Answer the who. Who? Number one thing. And I underline it. Execution. That's it. Once you have the plan, you must have people who can execute on it. Yes. Your okay. team and is vital. That what that is, is effectiveness. How effective are they? When they get into the meetings, is everybody come out of that with, with no clear picture of what, what they're supposed to be doing? Okay, that is not an effective person. Not at all. Okay, because what's going to happen is there's going to chaos, 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 meeting chaos, meeting chaos, meeting chaos. Okay, forget that. You have to have someone who's going to execute. Okay, absolutely. And, uh, you know, those are in order, in order to get that business plan, they're, they're probably, they're, they're, they're not your, maybe you're, they're not your long-term managers, maybe. Right. You know, because they're going to be pushing all the levers to get it had done on an the investor day. An investor looks at you as the oversight mechanism right. for the executors. Those who are right. really executing, you're, you're providing that oversight. You're going to yeah. be executing on some things, but you need to assign responsibility yeah. and all of those core processes to your key individuals and get right. the right people around you. Right. You got to align your values with those people. If we execute. That, that could be a value, yeah, right? Huge value. <laughs> and, and really what that means is speed to excellence. Okay, so we speed to excellence. So we need the top quality product and half the time when everybody else can do it. Go, That's go, an go. effective person, not to denigrate mental management, but that we're just talking about the opposite of mental management, right? That's essentially. Right. Yep. But what we're talking about here is people who kick ass, take names and get it done. They That's get it done. And, and you then, need that in the startup. And throughout yeah. the organization, middle management included, they have to act. They have to execute to that right. uh, that direction. So I, I, I have great doubts in middle management ever doing this. I mean, being super executors and, and being super effective. But that takes real effective leadership to yeah. make sure you get there. So, I mean, that's a whole different topic. Avoid so pitfalls. Pitfalls, yeah. I mean, you know, if you have an hour long with investors, you don't sit there and talk, you no. know, an hour. No, no. 20 minutes. You want to leave your audience wanting more. And then shut up. Then shut up and let them ask questions. Yeah. 30 minutes for discussion minimum. Yeah. If you're if you're talking all the time, you haven't done. Uh, that's other thing. A lot of people go into pitches and they don't practice. I've done it. Yeah. I it just it's bad. You need to yeah, practice. Yeah, you have to practice. You have to practice in front of other people. You have to practice and you have to hone it down. Yeah. Okay. If you say, okay, I got 20 minutes, I got 20 slides, I'm gonna get them done in 20 minutes. And it's going to be a problem. And then you're sitting there 45 minutes later because you've been rabbit, trail. yeah, rabbit trails all over the place. I mean, stick they're going to see to that. It and stick to the, the slides. That's why you have slides to keep you on track more than anything. And that's why you want to keep them simple, right? Keep it, keep it truncated practice awesome. and, and review your plan. Okay. Right. And have it reviewed by other people right. and experts. If you're not a financial guy, um, you should have it 
reviewed by a financial guy. Yes. If your balance sheet doesn't balance, don't put it in front of no, every, <laughs> I mean, I've built 200 deep spreadsheets, worksheets, everything. And on, you know, <laughs> worksheet 18 needs to match 102 Yeah, that's and right. needs to match number one. And if it doesn't, you're you're done you you've just voided this investor uh, yeah so the, they're always going to ask you where your plug is <laughs> <laughs> they do okay so you know anybody who's been involved in in building spreadsheets like that you know you're going to have a plug so you should have a good cool clean answer for that you tell them what the plug is okay <laughs> so um we have a um a little uh sheet here for you well that is a little um and oh, uh, this yeah. is basically just uh, a one pager okay um it's kind of an organizer for your pitch okay and uh, it just uh, you can download it on our on our website um basically you get your company name on top you know, the who you are, that's the core values. Mm -hmm. What's your focus? Okay, you got to have one thing in there. What your niche is, okay? What's your 10-year target? Usually that is a financial goal. Yep. Your marketing strategy, what your target market is, what your uniques are, what what it, what it is that you are unique. Sure. And then and then you got to really distill why you win, okay? Yeah. On on the picture, the three-year pictures, that's your vision, okay? We vision. have 30 employees. Yes. We have 50 yes. employees. Whatever. You have to be able to give them a picture of what it's going to look like. People remember stories and pictures. Right. Tell them. So tell them what the future date is. Talk about what your revenue figure looks like, what your profit figure looks like. And then just a very simple checklist. Okay. You have to have a one-minute elevator pitch. Yep. You have to have a one-pager. Yep. Uh, that's called an executive one summary. Yep. Okay. Um, you have to have a business plan, which is your spreadsheet with the reports that come out of that. Everything. Okay. Yep. And the way I've always done uh, that is have yeah. the executive a summary, and uh, then you have your team. Yep. And then you have a business, what right. an executive summary tells of who your business is. Then you have your financials. Financials. Yeah. And then I have supporting documentation. Yeah. Man, like there's like called the management discussion of the financials. That's where you're, that's where you're going through all the assumptions in your financials. Well, even so. the supporting documentation are articles, case studies, outside right. information, why this industry is something somebody would want to invest in and are investing in anyway. Right. Right. And the three practice sessions. Yeah. So go get your team together, practice, practice, practice. If you're not practicing, just don't go in front of investors. It's just not, you know, maybe you just need to postpone it. And if you've done this forever and you've got experience, even, you know, what is it? 10,000 hours makes you an expert. You can wing some things because that happens on occasion. Right. But even those experts know, we know, right. we have to practice. Yeah, you have to practice. So you want to get it so that you have hard-hitting statements in each of the slides. And so you want to be able to distill them. Yes. And uh, so, you know, one of the things that is quite helpful is these days, uh, transcripts are quite inexpensive. So you might just go through your slides and then get a transcribed and then highlight them, delete them. It will probably expose a lot of language that's not super precise, okay? And then you want to make it more precise, yeah? Yes, absolutely. Right. And one of the things, places to get really good at that is watch TED Talks because they're supposed to be less than 18 minutes and it's one topic. Right. And it's brilliantly done. They right. are brilliant examples of story, fact, backup. Right. Boom. So that's all about uh, your pitch. I hope you like it. Well done. Great job with the pitch. And I love this. Download this. This is a really good uh, deal. Uh, capital raising is, is good stuff. Also, get that going. That's good. We covered a lot today.